What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odd Seven Podcast Network. Listen different. Hey everybody, what's good? Welcome back to Simpin' After Dark. It's your girl Ashley Mendoza. Got a solo episode for you today, but it's going to be full of some really crazy things, some juicy things, very interesting things that you are going to want to stick around for, trust me. Um, If you are new here, Simpin' After Dark is a podcast where I pick a song, a new song every episode. It's usually R&B, but sometimes I switch it up. Today, I definitely am doing some R&B, some UK R&B. I pick a song, get into the lyrics, and then use those lyrics to open up conversations about relationships, heartbreak, love, all that good stuff. And then I'll transition into talking about sometimes some more serious things that I see on Twitter and TikTok. Just anything that grabs my attention that I need to just touch on, give my opinion on, say my piece on. So yeah, it's a lot today. I'm going to be talking about Dear Jazz. It's an EP by Jazz Karis. It dropped at the end of last year, November 17th. 2022 it's only seven songs so if you have not listened to it yet i highly suggest you go check it out because it's really good i actually saw a tweet of hers this week she said every time people talk about uk r&b it seems like i'm left out of the conversation something like that and i was like okay i love the confidence so let me go check her out and i realized i already have four of her songs saved they were older songs from like 2021 or 2020 2020 possibly actually 2021 2022 my bad i literally forget it's 2023 wow yeah so i realized she dropped a new project and it's really really solid i'm gonna touch a little bit about the whole thing but i have two songs specifically that i'm gonna focus on one is called tonight and then the song directly after that is called option it is a breakup ep 
So if you have gone through it, if you are going through it right now, I definitely recommend it. It is super relatable and comforting, but sad. Once I got to like the end, I was like, oh, damn, if I was going through it, this might make me cry. It just might make me cry. So if you're trying to cry, this is one of those. It's just very realistic the way it goes about like the first song is called Dear Jazz, which is also the name of the EP. And it's her just speaking to herself, sort of just being like, all right, girl, this is what we're going through. This is what we got to like own up. And this is what we are going to do. So I feel like that's what everybody goes through during a breakup or before a breakup. You know, first you kind of have to have that conversation with yourself and acknowledge that things are going to change and it's going to be really hard. But you know what you want and what you deserve. And you know that this just isn't working. So once you're there, it becomes real. So I think a lot of people just kind of avoid that for as long as they can. So that was a really good intro song for all of this. And then it kind of goes into the ups and downs of missing someone. You know, you break it off or you start having the conversations of maybe, you know, it's probably too late to fix things, but you start having the conversations of like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. And then maybe you slip up, hit them up one night and then you link up and then you're like, fuck, why did I do that? But then you're like, damn, I miss them. And then you realize why. You wanted to break up again. Sometimes you need that reminder. Sometimes it is not really smooth sailing. If you are good at just like nipping it in the bud and moving on, you are amazing. Congrats to you. Everybody should be like that. But I do understand that it's really hard. Like breakups are not easy. So this EP really just painted it so perfectly, beautifully, just very relatable. And then as far as what I'm going to be talking about, after I have a lot of topics, I actually was just stressing myself out because I was like, I have too many things I want to talk about. So like always, let me like give you a couple things and I won't say all the rest because I probably won't have time to get to all of them, but I will definitely talk about them next time. Um, if you have not heard of Passport Bros, brace yourselves. It's really fucking weird. It's guys that are leaving the country here in America, the U.S., going to other countries to find women that are more submissive and nicer and actually smile when they give them compliments and a bunch of weird shit. It is very much promoting sex tourism. Uh, yeah, I, I prob- I'm not going to get into it too, too much just because it's like, it's really fucking crazy, <laughs> to be honest. But definitely stick around because there's some very current news, like shit that just went down today that I want to talk about having to do with all that. And just a TikTok that I saw recently that grossed me the fuck out and just really made me worry for the state of the world. And then I kind of want to talk about something else that I think I could find a good way to correlate it that will make sense for me to bring it up. It's been on my list for a while, but I haven't been able to get to it. But there was a YouTube couple they were pretty popular. They broke up. I think they were married, actually. And they were famous for, I think he had cheated one time. And she took him back. And it was very weird. It was like one of those very forced couple videos where it's like their apology video. And they're just like airing it out in front of everybody. But basically, their whole approach is, you know, God first. And she was all about just being very conservative in the way she dresses. and not dressing like a baddie 
And then some drama went down after they broke up. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit and find a way to relate those because I can see it. I have the vision. Then I have a lot of other TikTok tweets and stuff. So if I get to them, I get to them. If not, next time. All right, let's get into this Dear Jazz EP. Side note, speaking of UK, you know, because she's from the UK. Tell me what I just found out that the UK people, sorry, <laughs> people from the UK call mental breakdowns menti bees. Bro, I'm dead. I literally lost it when I found that out. Like, yeah, I just had a menti bee the other day. And I forgot why I was looking for something on Spotify and I don't know if it autocorrected or something, but it typed in Menti B and like somebody made a playlist like songs for when you're having a Menti B or something like that. So shout out to them. That shit is hilarious. But anyway, back to this. So the intro is Koji Radical. I guess he's also an artist from the UK. Um, He's a musician, spoken word poet. And he says, Jazz, what's good, baby? It's Koji. You was just on my mind. So I thought I'd check in real quick, make sure you're focused. You'd spend half as much time worrying about the past if you knew exactly how bright your future was, you know? So already with the intro, it's giving like your friends checking on you to make sure you're good and that your head is on straight and that you're looking forward. Because it's real easy to get stuck in the past after a breakup and think about what could have been and oh no, all the time wasted blah 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 but if you keep your head forward and if you believe in yourself and you know that there is more in store for you not even relationship wise only but just everything else you would be able to get over shit so much quicker obviously that's easier said than done i love songs like that where there's a friend that has your back and is just reminding you that you're that bitch and stop tripping on whoever it was you were messing with, like on to bigger and better things, right? Like Janae Aiko on, or Corrupt on Janae's song, Never Call Me. That shit never gets old. You always got to play that if you're feeling down and you need a reminder. So yeah, you can never go wrong with an intro like that or just anything where someone is reminding you. And the chorus is, mama says if it wasn't right, then I better know. And I said, if it wasn't wrong, I should let it go. I'll be right back in a week with another song. I had concerns with the world that I didn't know. So the song is just about like reassuring yourself that you did the right thing. Like, you know, if shit wasn't right, then you have to let it go. Leave it in the past. And it's time to focus on yourself in this new world that you are going to have to be in without somebody that you were just with for a long time. The next song is called Side of You. And I'm not going to get super into it just because I want to talk about those two other songs I mentioned. But just really quick, I'm on the Genius website and they have an annotation by Jazz Karis herself, actually, where she talks about how this song is about her ex and realizing that even though there was a side of him that, you know, it's the reason why she couldn't stay with him. And she actually says that she realized he was a narcissist, you know, in retrospect. And sometimes it is like that, especially when you don't like know the language to talk about what you're experiencing. Sometimes it's maybe years down the road when you're like, oh, damn, that that man was not OK. He was mentally unwell. So that it seems like she's kind of having that experience. But it's called side to you because it's her trying to maybe it's a cope for her, but also just realizing that. Even if someone is bad, there could be a little 
good to them or like there was some good memories and maybe sometimes you need to hold on to those memories to just still feel sane because if you realize how shitty things actually were it might just make you regress or just feel worse about yourself like how could I have been that fucking stupid you know so very relevant and very beautiful like anybody that has gone through this shit could listen to this and just feel empathy for themselves and for their ex person you know Ooh, and actually down here because this contribution is by ik3 chucks he says here karis is suggesting that side of you isn't just about this frustrating lover but about the sides of her that she's grown from Case in point, Karis speaks in the first person in sided view and implicates herself in the relationship dynamic. This admission from Karis tracks with the work of April Dawn Harder, a black feminist psychotherapist who states that wherever there is a narcissist, a codependent person is nearby. In a recent lecture, Harder states codependency is a part of narcissism. The aspect of Karis singing side of you may very well agree. So like I said, it's about having empathy for yourself and for the other person and just knowing that that type of dynamic is really fucked up and that you both went through it, especially if you're dealing with like if you're not the narcissist, you definitely went through it. But just knowing that maybe you had a part, but that you did the right thing by stepping away and removing yourself from that situation. And even if it feels like the freaking world is ending, you're going to be better once you come out of that in a more healthy mindset and just glowing and happier. And the next song is called Complicated. I just want to read this one bit of it. She says, my romantic killer, you make me a sinner, babe. Oh, my love and killer, you're my favorite thriller, babe. So once again, the narcissistic vibes and knowing that shit is complicated because in a dynamic like that, it's like a roller coaster. It's the trauma bonding and just the highs and lows and the intense emotions that you feel that it really makes it feel like the love is that much more real and intense because when it's good, it's just amazing. But she even recognizes, like, you're my favorite thriller. Like, that shit is a nightmare and it cannot be fun to go through something like that. So this is all just very therapeutic so far. And the next song is Tonight, and this is one that I'm going to talk a little bit about more. And let me play a clip first. Her voice is so pretty. I love that song. So verse one, she says, it would be a mistake if you let me in, I guess. Wouldn't be the first time that we tried to make amends. But every other morning feels like I'm in an empty nest. Tell me that I'm lying, but this time might be the end. So if you're on that back and forth shit, this is definitely your song. And then just listen to it all the way through to help you get through that breakup all the way. Like leave that shit in the past. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. The empty nest line is a very relatable once you break up, you know, it feels like just a part of you is missing, it's like missing limb syndrome or something like that. Especially when you're used to being with someone all the time, especially if you're living with them, like that would be so hard. I actually saw a tweet earlier this week where I was like, damn, that's so true. It was about like breakups pretty much or just losing someone in general. It says, um, love is a language you speak with someone, hidden meanings and histories, inside jokes, nuanced Shared looks that say a thousand words, and when they're gone, you mourn a language that you will never get to speak nor hear again. So it's really just about when you miss someone. It's not that you miss them specifically. It's just really like losing that language, like that shared language that you built with someone. And I couldn't find the tweet that I originally saw, but they they explained it really well. It's like those inside jokes that literally were just between you and them. Like these looks that you give each other that only you guys know what it means. And then once you break up or they're out of your life, you never speak that language again. That's really crazy to think about. And it really puts breakups and mourning into perspective. Because that shit really does feel like somebody died on you. Even on the bridge, she says, I'm going to miss sunsets on a Sunday and movies on a Monday. Ain't nobody else know I like that. I'm going to give all of my attention to move in a new direction. I got to get rid of this cycle. So it's just her reminiscing on the routine and things they would do together and realizing she's not really going to be able to do those things at least for a while until she like finds someone else. But even then, it's not the same. Once somebody's out of your life, you can find somebody new, but it's not like you're replacing them. Like there is no clone and you can't recreate those like specific bonds and special memories that you had with someone and you shouldn't try to do that 
Like once you find somebody else and are in a new relationship, you shouldn't be trying to make them like your ex or mold the relationship into the same thing. I feel like that's just setting yourself up for failure. You should be trying new experiences, making new bonds and memories, doing new activities, and leaving the past completely in the past. But I love the chorus. She says, I'm going to get high tonight. Ain't got no reason. Just vibe tonight. Might just go calling your line tonight. Down this same road. We keep going and going like that. So, you know, sometimes you just got to take that time for yourself. Get a little high or have some wine, whatever. And just vibe. Like, listen to music. Watch a movie. Like, let it out. Let all those feelings out. But then it's funny that she's even like, maybe I'll hit him up. Just because it's very tempting. So, it's got to stay strong. That's all you can do and if you do slip up just stay focused i know it's hard hey we have like a lot of breakup bops going on right now miss shakira miley cyrus i feel like there's other ones but now this too so you got options if you're going through it don't go back just listen to this shit and cry it out or whatever you got to do Okay, then the next song is called Option, also a bop. Let me play a clip. Hey, that I'm attached to you. Hey, that I went back to you. No, no. Hey, that I attracted you. Hey, that I ignore the truth. Yeah, yeah. Calling her name. She's calling your phone at three in the morning. All of this pain. I can't afford to keep on avoiding. Hey, that I want the truth, but can't. damn that one is sad so this relationship sounds very toxic the fact that there's another bitch involved like no i feel very bad for girls that deal with that i can't imagine knowing that there's another girl in the picture and they're like going back and forth between the both of you it just would feel like a competition at that point and i don't know competing for a man's attention is insane to me but i really try to hold like space and like empathy for girls that go through that because i know that's from like a place of being broken down and having no self-worth probably from that same man and that same relationship whoever it is because ain't no way from day one you were like cool with competing for a man's attention like that's after he has made you feel like you are not worthy and now you just spend your days trying to prove why you are so that's really sad and sending love to anyone going through that And I hope you just realize that you are not an option like this song is about. So let's get into it. So verse one, she already says, came back home smiling, came back home talking about this and talking about that. But I ain't got shit to say to you. So I'll just keep listening on. I'll just keep working, baby, trying to find a way back inside. So this man is coming home smiling. And it just sounds like he definitely was just hanging out with that other girl. And she's just pissed and trying to block it out toxic pre-chorus you're calling her name she's calling your phone at three in the morning all of this pain i can't afford to keep on avoiding it's hurting me babe i'm feeling away you're pulling away she's calling you bae see i could never know like that sucks when like you start having suspicions when you realize like why is he turning his phone over like who's blowing up his phone who's calling him like what the fuck oh hell no that's just so shady 
That's definitely some narcissistic shit. Because if you don't give a fuck that you're hurting someone and you're just, like, letting all this shit slide, like, at least try to, like, creep on the low. But guys that don't try to hide it at all are next level narcissists. Just evil villain types. But this actually reminds me of, I saw a TikTok of this girl where she was like, I just had a weird feeling, like, my man's being weird. It's one of those where it's, like, come with me to pop up on him, right? But she just kept talking about, like, her intuition, her intuition. But then she went on to say, like, oh, he's being shady and just naming all these very valid reasons to not trust someone. I feel like that is a byproduct of women being gaslit for so long that now we call very obvious signs that someone's being shady. We call that our intuition. You know, and maybe sometimes it is, like, actual intuition, but I feel like a lot of times it is being conflated. Because, and that's probably if you are in a relationship with somebody with narcissistic tendencies or someone that is gaslighting you and manipulating you all the time, that you have reduced seeing actual signs in front of you down to intuition instead of just calling it what it is. Because these guys will play in your fucking face. Once they make you doubt yourself and doubt reality, they will really play in your face and have you like, I don't know, like I saw this girl that kept calling and so I don't know my intuition's telling me something girl your intuition that's fucking proof right there you just don't want to accept it and I get it it's hard after you've been broken down by a narcissist that we got to stop conflating cold hard proof with <laughs> intuition like if they've been dogging you out and cheating on you and talking to other girls so then they're not answering their phone one day or it's like they didn't answer their phone all night and it's like noon the next day that's not your intuition like that's fucked up and you don't deserve that shit that's them just not giving a single fuck about your feelings and that's pretty dangerous being with someone like that if they don't care about hurting your feelings i feel like that could easily lead to physical shit later on down the road but i don't know then the chorus she says because i'm not an option be calling it something knew that it wasn't ain't gotta lie about it Why'd I keep coming back? All on your body, laid on your body, all in my body like that. So she's just trying to reaffirm to herself, like, she knows that she shouldn't be treated as an option, but it's still hard to let go. The post-chorus, so sad. She says, don't want nobody touching, nobody touching. I don't want nobody holding your hand the way that I do. Don't want nobody knowing your mind the way that I do. Nobody calling you names, the ones that I use. Like... Yeah, I feel like that's the worst thing to be thinking about when you're trying to let someone go. Like, just keep remembering how shitty they are. Don't be chirping about what the next bitch is going to be experiencing because, trust me, it's going to be the same bullshit that they put you through. Even if it looks nice at first on the surface, like, eventually, people like that just are who they are. And if they put you through it, they're going to probably put the next one through it. Verse two, hate that I'm attached to you. Hate that I went back to you. Hate that I attracted you that I ignored the truth and I feel like that's what it all boils down to is ignoring the truth and a lot of times it's love bombing because you're like well no this is not how they were in the beginning like they used to treat me right like this can't be real like this just has to be the exception this isn't who they really are and it's like no that's just you ignoring the truth and that's why boundaries are important and knowing what you will not put up with so you can bounce as soon as something fucked up happens and that comes down to self-worth too in the outro she says don't want your unrequited love or is it unrequited my bad 
don't want you to force a happy ending. Yeah, if you're at the point when you're where you're having to beg a man to act right, or if you're telling him exactly what to say and do to fix things, you need to realize that you are basically holding up a puppet saying, I love you, babe. And it's just you saying it. They're just regurgitating it. Like, he's not really who you're making him out to be at that point. Like, if it's not coming from a man's own will, then what the fuck does it even matter? If they're not doing things because they want to keep you and make you happy, then that's all you need to know. Like, you can't be forcing shit and then thinking you're going to be happy because that's not going to be satisfying at all. Even if it's like, okay, the problem's fixed, and then you're looking back realizing it's only fixed because you forced it. The next song is called Come Outside. The lyrics are not available on here, but the chorus is like, come outside, let it go, let me breathe, let me out of this hole, or something like that. So it feels very much like a seeing the light type of thing, or like finally getting to the point where you're like begging for air, just trying to breathe. Like it's that bad. So it's like the moment right before it is all okay, you know, because there is a moment when you realize like you're going to be fine and it's going to be better. But you just got to like let that shit out first. And the last song is called Home and it's all about her just finally accepting and knowing within her heart that she has to be her own home and she has to stay strong for herself because She's in charge of taking care of her heart and her mental. No one else is going to do that. If you treat yourself kind of as like an extension of yourself, like you're, you're not just you and your brain. Like you are taking care of this person here, of yourself. Like take care of yourself the way you would take care of a friend or a freaking baby or a pet, whatever, anything. I think it's too easy to feel like we're just walking around and we are our own thoughts. But I think if you realize that you do have the power to take care of yourself and to give yourself the life and love that you want, you'll be a lot more choosy and more strong when it comes to situations where you might question your worth. And it's actually, I'm like trying to figure out, or I've been trying to figure out the few times I've listened to this song, if it's like her speaking to herself or to her ex, because I feel like it could really go either way, which is really cool. So she says, verse one, I'm not sorry for staying. I'm just sorry you're hurting. Can't believe that I'm going. There's just no home in us no more. If I could take a moment just to tell you I love you, just to tell you you're perfect. No, this ain't good enough for us. So it's like she's sorry that she let herself do this and that she's hurting. And she also has empathy for her ex and sorry that he's hurting. And she can't believe that she's leaving this, but she's realizing there is no home for us no more. So it's like there isn't. She's lost her sense of her own home inside her and there's just no home for her and her ex. Like there is nothing that they can come back to. Like it's done, you know? And then the pre-chorus, she says, don't settle down with someone else. I can't be fair. No, I can't help it. I'll miss you more than words could say. And I won't call just like you asked. But if I do, no, I can't help it. I'll miss you more than words could say. So it's really good. Like I said, if you're going through it, this might make you cry a little bit. But it's like she's speaking to herself, like, don't settle down with someone else. Like, focus on making yourself a home for yourself. But it's like she also is talking to her ex because she doesn't want to see him with anybody else. It's hard for her to be fair, and she knows she's asking for a lot. It's hard because you do want to settle with someone else. 
if you don't know how to be with yourself. But that needs to be your priority is to just be comfortable being alone, being single, and just being mentally strong enough that you don't need anybody else. Because then that's how you end up in situations where you could be with someone that is treating you like shit. So, yeah, go give that a listen if you have not. Dear Jazz short and sweet and sad and everything beautiful vocals and production 10 out of 10 all right so like i said now i want to talk about passport bros a little bit this is pretty crazy apparently it's like a movement by black men according to my research and even like this is like a like they self-identify as this but it's not just black men it's just men here in America that are leaving to different countries to find wives that are more submissive but it's pretty much just promoting sex tourism because they're all telling each other like get your passport you can go to these countries and get sex for very cheap and it's exploitative because it's taking advantage of somebody that needs the money in a situation where they're living in poverty and they're desperate Like, it's the same freaking vibes to me as, like, when tourists go to countries that are more poor than wherever they're from, and they're trying to haggle people. Like, oh, this bracelet is 50 cents, which is, like, nothing to them. And they're like, really? Like, what about 10 cents? Like, bro, if you don't pay them the 50 cents, like, you are so fucking cheap, and it's just really mean. It's so exploitative. But, yeah, I literally typed in Passport Bros on Google, and the first thing that popped up was a YouTube video by Tribe of Men. And the title is Passport Bros is a natural response to strong independent women who don't need no man. So these men like really feel like they have been pushed to a limit here in the United States because women are not wanting to be submissive and they have standards and requirements and they really just wish it would go back to the old days where all they needed was a paycheck and women would rely on them to survive. Like, I swear, I was going through these comments on YouTube. Mind you, YouTube is like a cesspool of like the fucking worst of the worst type of incel energy men. And they're all just like shitting on American women because the video that they posted was of like this white man talking about passport bros, talking about like, oh, it's black men that are tired of black women because they're too combative, et cetera, et cetera. You know, same bullshit. So... Men in the comments are like, it's not just black women, it's American women, it's all women, blah, blah, blah. So really quick, I want to take a side note. If you are a non-black woman dating a black man and he has ever gone out of his way to bash black women in order to put you up on a pedestal, like, you're weird. Do better. Because if a man loves you for you, there is no reason to involve any other woman, especially an entire group of women just to make you feel better he should be able to tell you why he loves you without putting down an entire group of women like that shit is so fucking gross to me the way some of these guys that talk about black women so dump that man and educate yourself because that shit is not cute at all it's just really fucking sad and weird like this comment this is true we have our passports we don't need this rude behavior that was passed down by their mothers Actually, all men are leaving for women in foreign countries because they make better wives. Feminism is killing the family unit. It's killing humanity. I'm 21 and me and my boy are already saving for the Philippines. What? 
black man here. He's on point. In the Dominican Republic, women actually smile at you when you say hi. That alone puts them far and above these females here. Like, this is crazy. Like, I don't, like, there's not much I could say about it. Like I said, I don't want to harp on it for too long because I feel like men like this are too far gone and there's honestly nothing that anyone could say to them. So all I can say to women is just keep being yourself. And if a man ever tries to put you into a box or tell you that you need to be more submissive or to smile more or to put a family and a child before your career or anything like that, those are red flags and just run far away from them. Like you're not going to change their mind. Do not argue with them. (laughs) Literally do not engage. They're crazy. I just honestly feel really bad for the women overseas or in Southern America even. I literally saw this guy that went to Mexico, this white guy, and it grossed me the fuck out. But I feel bad for most of these women that are being exploited and for men that are slowly falling into this pipeline. I wish there was more men standing up and steering them away from that because there's just no way they're going to listen to a woman say anything like, They do not respect women at all. They look at women as like a subhuman. They think that we just need to be walking around, looking hot, smiling, being grateful for their dusty comments that nobody gave a fuck about. Like, it's really just crazy. But yeah, apparently there's this one famous, I don't know if he's a TikTok guy or YouTube or whatever, but let me just read you this tweet. At Kiera N who underscore? Kieran, who underscore? I don't know. Miss Honey. She said, one of the passport bros ringleader is in Brazil, scared for his life. They have plastered his face all over the news. You can't make this up. And it's really all over the news. And I don't know what they're trying to do, get him, but I support it because it's so fucking weird. Like, they really talk about this shit. They promote it. Like, they promote it as, like, going to get some cheap pussy somewhere. They've lost their fucking minds, and they think there are no consequences. Like, they're treating this like a cheat code. As if it were a video game and they just found the cheat code for life. They don't see that they are sad and pathetic and predators. A lot of people in Brazil are finding out and they're pissed. And apparently he's receiving death threats. Like, yeah, go home, bro. They don't want you there. Then he posted a video talking about how, like, it's so sad and heartbreaking. Because he's always just loved, like, Brazilian. Like, not just the women. Like, the drinks. The drinks. And, like... He's all it's been his dream to go there. Now he might not be able to come back. I could laugh all day, but I'm also just like, and what's even crazier is like men's response to this, seeing like the heat that he's getting. This other guy, he tweeted, women literally fly to Miami to fuck on random dudes, but no one says shit and y'all flex the fuck out of it too. But y'all try and shame men for flying to different countries to use the money they was going to use here to buy some pussy why y'all really mad this is what i'm saying like you can't argue with stupid it's literally impossible their brains can't think logically like he thought he said something he thought like he really dunked on people calling out this other man because girls go to miami and choose to have sex with other guys in miami that's not the same thing as flying overseas and promoting it to exploit other people he said yes there are women who plan their trip to solely have sex with foreign men like what are you talking about what what can you do like this is men's battle and this is why 
women are disappointed in men because there should be a lot more men speaking up about this, but they're not. So, but yeah, I literally saw a video of this white dude in Mexico talking about how like Mexican women are just so much more like sweet and kind and nice and like the energy, the vibes like, bro, yes, Mexican people are very nice. If you go to Mexico, they're very welcoming. They're very kind people. But to try to reduce it down to just women being more submissive and telling men to come visit because of the women and how much better they are there is so weird. How They say this shit out loud and they don't think they sound fucking creepy. But what made me really sad was the girls in the comments that were just like eating it up. The pick me's like that shit really jumped out. It's internalized misogyny. They were really like, yep, Latina women, Mexican women for the win. That's what we've been saying. Like we are like we just really prioritize like girl. Let me stop myself because. Yeah, we see it. That shit is pick me. You're really just contributing to the objectification of Latina women, Mexican women specifically for that video. Like I've heard men say that and I've seen comments literally on that same video talking about like, yeah, my ex-wife, blah, blah, blah. Like that bitch. If I ever get remarried, I'm going to go to the Philippines or to Africa or to Mexico, South America, whatever, because they're so much more submissive and just really take care of you and are so like appreciative and blah, blah, blah. It's really just crazy that they say this shit out loud like what do we do i don't know all right so let me talk about that other youtube couple and this is the last thing i'll talk about so like i said they were just famous for on youtube they're popular for just putting god first and being godly you know those type of christian couples which to me i feel like if you are youtubing and using christian as like a as a way to get people to watch your content i feel like can't really be that christian because all that shit is a little bit of vanity in it we all know this it just doesn't feel very godly to me something about it especially the fact that he like cheated on her like bro what's going on so people were showing before and after pictures with the girlfriend saying she used to be baddie aesthetic you know and then he like changed her up you know brainwashed her made her feel like she has to dress conservatively blah 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 so there's a picture of her in the pool with like really um with a swimsuit that's like really covering her up and it says holy girl summer and you know i'm not gonna beg on her looks if that's what she wants to do but if a man is trying to change your looks that's where i draw the line that's fucking weird it's so manipulative and gross and then they broke up and there was a picture of him with his new girl that was the baddie aesthetic of course like had face tattoos with revealing clothing, like she looked good, whatever. Just let that be a lesson that, you know, tying it back to passport bros, like men will say they want this and that and pit women against each other. But at the end of the day, it's all about control. They just want to be able to control you. So if a man's telling you to be this way instead of that way, you know, because it goes the other way too. Guys have like a girl that's that covers herself up and then they want her to dress more revealing. They just always want what they can't have and they just ultimately want to control you and know that you're going to submit to them no matter what they want and if you don't you're combative and that's what I've kind of realized with guys they're not used to women having strong opinions and being able to hold their own and go back and forth with them so if you try to have a conversation with a guy first of all they're always trying to play devil's advocate and just like go against what you're saying just because I don't know why they were conditioned to just 
be contrarians and try to shut you down. It's like an ego trip thing. But the minute you go back and forth with them and engage, all of a sudden you're combative, you're too opinionated, you're too like, you know, you're too much. So they really do just want a woman that is going to sit there quietly, be just super grateful for anything he does. It's to stroke his ego. It's about control and power. That's all it is. Don't let a guy change you for nothing. Dress however the fuck you want. And if he ever tries to tell you how to dress or whatever it is, you better check him. That's it. Okay, last, last thing I can talk about just because it kind of ties into this. There was a TikTok that went viral. Well, the first one I saw was this girl that was like, guys, look at this dress my boyfriend bought me. And then like, what else? And then he's like in the video and he's like, and I want you to wear it with like your hair up like this and like whatever. He's basically telling her how to dress. And, you know, that's fine to me. I think I've talked about this. I personally like when a guy like can give you styling tips. Not on no weird Kanye shit, like throwing away your whole freaking closet or making you into someone you're not. But if they know what you look good in and they know your personal style and based on that, they buy you an outfit, like that's hot to me. It shows that they pay attention to detail and that they really know you. So I saw this and I was like, okay, that's cute, whatever. But then there was girls that, you know, girls get too comfortable on TikTok talking about like, oh, girl, who's going to tell her? Oh, oh, no, he must be cheating or he saw that outfit on another girl, blah, 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 which they ended up being right. Whoever said that he probably saw that outfit on another girl. But what was weird was the girl whose outfit it originally was. And I'm talking about with the hairdo and like maybe a necklace or the heels or something like it was a very a specific look. She stitched the video and then posted her picture on Instagram of her wearing the outfit, kind of stirring the pot and like instigating. That was fucking weird. Because now you're just trying to make the other girl insecure. Because my thing is, like, you think this guy came out with this outfit combo on his own? He, Of course he probably saw that somewhere else. It's the fact that he knew that would look good on his girl and that's her style already. And I think the only thing that would piss me off at that point would be seeing the picture. And I know everyone's different. Like, everyone's opinion is different. And my opinion might even shock you on this. Because somebody was like, Oh, I wouldn't mind if he did this, but as long as I saw the picture for reference. See me, I don't want to see the reference. I'd rather just you like pick out the outfit, but I could see how seeing the picture would maybe alleviate your worries. Maybe everyone's fucking different, but I just think it was weird of that girl to stitch it. She made it like worse than it needed to be. But anyway, that's just like the difference between a man trying to change you and then a man just trying to like make you feel good because this outfit was like like a tight like bodycon dress and like the hair was up like she looked so good and that's the type of man you need someone that's gonna encourage you to look and feel your best and like buy you an outfit that's so cute like I would be ready to just take it off for him at the end of the night and maybe that's some type of like a kink like being dressed up like a doll like is that like does that have to do with brat or whatever it is I remember taking that BDSM test and I got brat really high up there so I'm not sure if that's correlated maybe I'll look into that for next time if that is like a sexual thing like being dressed up and like told what to do not like told what to do like I don't like that like telling me what you would want me in and dressing me up like that's hot to me so I really hated that all the girls were trying to get in that girl's head and make it deeper than it was like you're kind of the insecure one if you're trying to assume that it's because he wants the other girl he doesn't want the other girl he just liked the outfit and wanted to see his girl in it that's it 
It does not have to be deeper than that. All right, guys. Thanks for sticking around for another episode. Make sure to tune back in next week because I already have like so many topics. I'm definitely going to look into like that sexual kink thing because I'm really interested now. Maybe I'll talk a little bit about that BDSM test, even though like I'm definitely not an expert or nothing like that. But also I'll have another new song picked out. We'll see if there's any updates with this passport bro shit because it's really freaking crazy. And make sure to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Simpin' After Dark. You can follow me on Instagram, Ash underscore Friday underscore. And uh, yeah, trust your intuition. Don't let guys gaslight you into thinking that you can't believe your eyeballs. Like if you see some shit, you see it you saw it so call it out do what you gotta do remove yourself from that situation have those boundaries and stay strong if you're going through a breakup definitely listen to that album dear jazz and you'll get through it love you guys and i'll see you next time bye